Okay, welcome back to the Success Money Marriage Podcast. I'm Steve Siebold. And I'm Dawn Siebold. And today we want to talk about what does personal and business success mean to you, specifically. Okay, before we get started, I want to encourage you guys to go to successmoneymarriage.com, successmoneymarriage.com. Subscribe to the podcast. We'll email you a new episode once a week on Wednesday, every Wednesday. If you subscribe. If you subscribe. If you don't, Wednesday doesn't even come. Subscribe now. Wednesday won't even happen. It'll just go (laughs) Tuesday, Thursday, there's no Wednesday. Okay, so this is an important topic because, you know, again, you're doing all this work together. You're trying to build something, and how do you know when you get there? I mean, you know, what what's the goal? Where's the goalpost? I mean, what is it business-wise that you want to, uh, you know, that that will indicate that you've succeeded? And what what is it personal, you know, personally in terms of being a couple and, and individually? Um, what does success mean to you? How do you know when you've arrived? So, what are your first thoughts about that? I thought you were going to start this one. I started it. You didn't? I started okay. it. Okay, all right. All right, first of all, I'm hot because you brought me in from outside. Well, you're hot I've because been I'm, I'm here and you're just I've been waiting because for you since I got my black shirt on. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think it goes back to what like we first... like a leprechaun or something with the green. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day or something? No. No? No, it just felt like green. Okay. So, um, but no, I think that when you define success... You know what, Stephen? It probably goes back to when you and I were in our twenties, and we very we first heard or read in um, Fountainhead or um, Atlas Drug uh, was just being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it with whoever, with whomever you want to do it, with no restrictions. You kind of butchered that. Okay, well you say it then. Who you want? What you what you want? Oh, with whom you well, want? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I butchered that okay, too. Okay, go ahead. Say it I better forget. than I did. Never mind. Yeah, go Never ahead. mind. Say it, say it better go than ahead. I did. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I mean I think that it was, it's just you know un, unexi- I mean unexisted, <laughs> un restricted. restricted existence. Existence. For me, that's I mean you know and I when we first heard that in our twenties, I thought that's the end all. If we could do what we want with who we want whenever we want, then that would just be with no worry, no stress. Whether it's relationship-wise or financially or um, paying the bills, I guess that's financially. But I, I just think just being able to live an, an unrestricted existence. Yeah, I think the business in of, both in both. Yeah, I think the business success is different. I mean, I think that you know you have to break them apart and say, okay, what does business success mean? I mean, when when we get there, what what does that mean? I mean, I think it's different for everyone, but I think it's got to be. It can't just be financial. I mean, if it, if all you're after is money. You're going to be disappointed, I think, for one thing, because it's never going to be enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's uh, that's the thing about money is it's it's great, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. only lasts. You know, the feeling of uh, of uh, exuberance or whatever you want to call it when you get money, whatever amount of money, where it's the first ten bucks when you're five years old and you see a ten dollar bill and you go, "Holy mackerel, that's more money I've ever seen in my life." Or it's a million dollars when you're whatever amount, you know, whatever age, and you think, "Wow, this is more money than I've ever you know seen before." Well, after a while, it's just money. And then it just has that fleeting, uh, you know, fulfillment. But so in business, yeah, money's great. You want to make money for sure. But besides that, what is it? What's your reason for being? What is it? You know, why are you there? Right? Yeah, I, I think. Why does your business exist? Well, I think you have to define the why and it has to be bigger than the money. I mean, we've always wanted to help people. I always wanted to find solutions to people's problems, you know, and you do it through your writing and your speaking, and uh, you know I do it for through the facilitation of making sure the programs run properly. But I think if you're loving what you do and you don't see it as work, which 
I think you and I, you know, sometimes might see it as work, but for the most part, you know, we do what we want to do. We love doing it. And the reward really comes in seeing people change. You know, we get emails every day with people saying, I just got an email today uh, from Austin, this guy we haven't heard from in a long time, and wanted to be an affiliate of ours. And he's in the middle of going through some personal situations. But he's like, you, you know, you guys changed my life with the Bill Gove Speech Workshop. I keep reading Steve's books. And, and you know, that, that, that emotional return on what we do full time can't be replaced by money. Although I don't want to give up the money we've made. So I think that there's a line where you have to say, okay, what's enough money paying your bills, having some set aside, having some savings, being able to pay for the kids through college. I think you do need those, those visions of saying, okay, how much is enough? And once you reach that, you know, sit back and, and really see what's worth getting up every single day because we don't do it for the money and doing what we do and doing this podcast, still trying to help people. And I think, you know, I think it's kind of cliche when people say you got to do what you love to do. Because that doesn't always happen. I mean, if it doesn't solve a problem doing what you, you know, if you like knitting and you live in Florida, it's going to be tough because, you know, then we don't wear warm clothes in Florida. If you're trying to I was going to say, why is knitting tough in Florida? Well, usually you think of sweaters, knitting sweaters oh, or blankets, yeah. and it's warm year round okay, in Florida. Yeah, so my point was, if that's what you love to do, but you don't have a place to sell oh, it or yeah, a sure. problem to solve, then you can do what you love to do all day. And, and God forbid, if you're not good at it, then you're just doing what you love to do and you're not very good at it. So I think you just have to find that why. And in business, having that success means you're doing what you love to do and you're making money financially, being able to support yourself and your family. And, and at the end of the day, I think we all want to help people. So what do you think? You know, I think it's different for everyone. But I, I mean, I wanted to write books to, and I still like to write books because I, wanna, I feel like I have something to say. And the books allow me to have content to say on stage in front of an audience or on television or in the media or whatever. But... I feel like I have something to say. It's like a, it's like a need for for expression. I mean, I think it's easy to say to make the. I think it's almost a cop out in some sense. Maybe I'm wrong, but or maybe this is too harsh. But I think it's almost a cop out in a sense to say, well, I'm doing this, whatever I'm doing, fill in the blank, because I just want to help people. I mean, the truth of it is, we do it for ourselves. I mean, we want to help. Sure, we want to help people because the way we feel when we help people, it's a selfish feeling. I, you you feel rewarded. You feel you know you feel some kind of uh, you know some kind of emotional reward when you are helping someone else. So it's not just about helping people. I think that's almost, you know, cliche. It's cliche, but it's also like a form of uh, false altruism because it's really it's really selfish because you get a great feeling about. It. And when someone, you know, reads one of my books and says, "Oh, you know, that idea changed my life and I went I read it when you're I was in college and I right. went on to be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever, you know, whatever it was." It, that feels great, but it's really what I'm really thinking about. I should be thinking about that person, and I am, but really what I'm thinking about is how it makes me feel. So I think we have to own up to the fact that yeah. it, it helps you decide what to do because mm -hmm. what is it that you want to feel? Whatever people are going to get out of your business, out of your production or deliverable mm -hmm. of your business um, is is their feeling. But what is how does it make you feel? You know, I mean, I think that's what it, it, I think we can't, we got to get past this idea that it's just about helping people. It's really about, we're, we're talking about helping ourselves first. And then if they get something out of it, great. But, you know, I think we have to look at to say, I mean, eventually I realized that I had a need for self-expression. I think it's because being the, the fourth, Yeah, we've seen the way you dress. Oh, you're the one in the green. Yeah, but they've you look seen like a some, leprechaun. They've seen some of the clothes that shirts you've had on. Okay, but Those are Robert okay, before Graham we get too, too far off, before shirts. we get too far off, I still think that I don't think it's that okay. delusional when we say we're trying to help people because we could easily be saying I want to rob banks and that makes me feel good because I have money and that's not helping anybody. 
So I think there is a bit of truth in it saying, okay, if, if it really comes from your heart that you want to help people or your soul or whatever comes within and you do it and it satisfies you twice as much because of the reward you get from helping the person, I still think you can own that. I'm going to help people. I mean, it's not like we wake up and say, Hey, let's go rob banks or burn down buildings and, and take insurance money. I mean, well, but the point is if you, if you woke up and you said, I want to rob banks, there's probably something inside you that you're, you're not doing it for the money you're doing it because it makes you feel some way. What I'm saying is if you're trying to identify what your, what your, what business success means to you, I think you should start with you and not other people because you can't control the way other people feel. You can only control what you feel. So instead of me saying, well, I just want to help people. Well, don't I look like the altruist? Don't right, I, look like I see the, what you're saying. You know, I mean, it's, it's almost a... It's almost a uh, but I'd rather people go on and help people than rob in some way. No, yeah. it's great. But you should be thinking about how do I want to help myself? Mm -hmm. How do mm -hmm. I want to feel? I see. Well, I want to feel like I've, you know, when I'm done or, or when I'm done with a book or when I'm done with a speech, I want to feel like I've been able to express myself, express ideas that I think are somewhat unique or at least in my mind they are. Um, and I want to get those ideas out there because it makes me feel a certain way to feel like I've, I've, you know, expressed these things. Okay. Because a lot of times as kids, you're, or and, and adults as well, depending on your situation, you know, you're told to stop, to stop talking. You know, like as a kid, I was, I was the, 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 the smallest kid by six years in my, you know, family with four brothers. I'm the youngest one by six years and mm -hmm. 11 years at the, at the oldest with my oldest brother. And so what I was always told is stop talking. Stop, shh, you know, quiet. No one wants to, you know, that kind of thing. And I talked a lot, so I get it. But, you know, I mean, I, so I, I didn't do it. You know, I, I tried, but I, I didn't even try, really. They wanted me to stop talking. But the point is, is that when people, when you feel like I think you're suppressed, you know, when you, when you can't express yourself or when people are telling you not to express yourself, I think I developed a need to express myself. Now I want to do it more. Because now you're, now you're not, okay, you're not going to listen to me? Great, I'll write books and go all over the world and people all over the world will listen to me. How about that? And that, and that, and that's some level. I mean, it's, it sounds childish, but at some level, I think that's why I wrote my first book. I thought, okay, you don't want to hear me? Let's see if the world wants to hear me. Well, a lot of people did. Yeah, some right, people did, right. But, but are you, you saying know. that as an example of every occupation? Because we're only talking about being in the speaking, writing business, personal development business. But let's say that I wanted to be a, a doctor or scientist. Are you saying that, look, in, as a scientist... I might not ever solve anything. I mean, I might be on the road to curing cancer or researching, you know, plant-based, you know, vitamins. So are you saying for everyone in their occupation to say, what is it satisfying me the most? And then work from that? Yep, I am. I've been in business so and as a, as a scientist yeah. or someone that's not in the public eye or giving back to people like you are, what, what am I benefiting from this research? Or what am I benefiting yeah. from right. customer service if I work at a Target or, you know... Any yeah. any occupation, you're saying. Yeah. Look at what this what what that makes you feel. Right. And if that's what makes you happy, then keep doing it. And then also look on the other side. If something you're doing doesn't make you feel the way you want to feel, then you're in the wrong okay. thing. I don't care how okay. much money you're making. And we've been in that saying. situation. Yes. But we mm -hmm. make millions and millions of dollars, mm -hmm. and we coming home every day thinking, you know, this is not what we want to be. And you th and I remember people saying, "Are you out of your mind?" Yeah. Because we were very young at that time, mm -hmm. and people are like, "Are you out of your mind? You're making more money in a year than I'm going to make in my life, and you're bitching about it." It's like, well. Yeah, yeah, because it's because the money's just money. Those are tough you know? times. Those are very and it's and it's funny to even say that. Uh, it was tough because times. Because when people say, "Oh, tough times," oh, that must have been rough. You know, you're making all this money. Yeah, but if you're miserable, who cares? It's just money. 
You know, you remember buying all that fancy furniture. First time we bought all that fancy furniture. Yeah. I remember waking up every day looking at that stupid furniture, living in that penthouse apartment on the ocean, thinking, I sold my life for this. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking that every day for a long time. I mean, for a year, probably. I remember thinking, that's great, Steve. Good job. You sold your life for a bunch of fancy stuff in a penthouse apartment on the ocean. Great. Now I got to go to work doing something I don't want to do all day. Right. I got to be out of my mind. I got to be an idiot. Mm -hmm. It's the dumbest thing I think you can do. But it, but that's kind of, you know, because I think in America we celebrate materialism so much that we see these people with these fancy cars and these big houses and these great jewelry and red bottom shoes and, you know, all the fancy material things you can buy that people that seem, that the masses seem to like or a lot of us seem to like. Um, you know, you look at that stuff and think, well, that's success. Well, that's success until you have it and realize that lasts about 20 minutes. And then you're on to the next shoes, the next jewelry, the next house, the next car. If that's your motivator, you're screwed. Right. But yeah, but Don't yeah, we, you think? Yeah, and we were talking today at lunch. You know, you, you have to try those things before you know it is or not. I mean, how many friends of ours went on to law school, became attorneys, practiced for years and said, I hate this. Yeah. And how many attorneys. doctors, and then a lot of physicians Some we physicians, know, yeah. say they went to, they went, you know, they went through school, they got their doctorate, they went through their internship. They literally spent 10 to 12 years preparing for yeah. a, a career um, as a professional and ended up getting into that and hating it. Yeah. So, you know, that's hard because you got to do it. Well, you you thing, really yeah. have to do it to know whether you like it or not. Almost, but it'd be nice if someone could give you a tip-off. And I think that's the purpose of the show is to right. try to tip people off that are younger, maybe, or, you know, kind of still finding their way in business together. What, what is it? Where, how do you know the goalposts? What is it that you're actually after? And let's talk about personal success as we're wrapping here mm -hmm. because that's another thing, completely different. Same thing. What do you want to feel? You know, I think it's almost like getting married, right? I mean, I think you, you, you feel... You know, I mean, like, you know, how many times you have people ask you, I don't know if you get people ask you this, but I guess, just because I'm out in the public more, I guess, maybe, but people ask you about, you know, success of marriage, right? Because you've been married so long, right? What I always tell people is, look, if the only reason I can see, this is my opinion, but, and I'm not, you know, like, we're not experts, like we talk about on being married, just because you've been married a long time. <laughs> I thought you, know? you were going to say, because I'm in the public eye, I get asked out a lot. That wasn't the, that wasn't it. You get asked. How, what is, I want I I want a number of how many times you get asked out versus how many times women come up to you and ask you about a successful no, marriage. No guys ask me about a successful marriage, and the women. girls ask you out. Women do not. <laughs> yeah, women, yeah, no, no. Okay, got no, it. Okay. Not really. No, no. I'm not going to talk about that. But uh, but they don't really. But but no guys ask me. Not women. No, I don't have women ask me. I don't. No, not really. I, it was it's mostly guys. Say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I always say, look, here's the only reason, in my opinion, to get married. I'm married specifically because it's a contract. Because now you're involved. Now you maybe have kids and that's bills a reason to get married. You're intertwined so deep. You know, it's pretty that's tough a reason to, to get married. Well, what I'm saying is, it's a, the contract is pretty substantial. So you want to make sure you're right. And so the reason the reason I would say is that you can't imagine your life without this person. Because then that goes back to the way you feel that that person makes you feel. It's not so much about that person as much as it is, in my opinion, the way that person makes you feel. So it's, it really is very selfish, I think, on every level. And I think it has to be selfish if it's going to be accurate. Because otherwise, if I'm doing it for you, if I'm marrying the person I love to uh, satisfy the person I love, let's say, because they wanted to get married and I didn't, let's say, or they want kids and I don't, or you know, vice versa, or something like that. I think that's a different thing. But if you're saying, I, what, do I, what do I want to feel here? Can I imagine my life without that person? And if the answer is no, well, then maybe that's a good reason to get married or at least be together, right? But if, it, if, it, but if you can say, if you say to yourself, well, I can imagine my life without that person, I don't think you should get married. I think you're the wrong person. But it comes back to how you feel, how that person makes you feel. 
So you're saying both of them are about how you feel. I think it's at about, the end of the day. That's my point. That's my point. Of the whole thing. I is, agree. Is that it's not I about. I think we we say, well, I just want to. How many times do you hear that? I just want to help people. I just want to help animals. I just want to. No, what you want well, to do? I just want to get married. I just want a husband. Right. I want a family. I want you know, and it's not about how I feel. It's about what I want because society says that it is really thing. about how you feel. But what you're saying to yourself right. and other it, people is technically it, it, not accurate. The same thing. What's right. accurate is. I want to get married because I because all you know making this up is like oh you know because all my friends are married and all my siblings are married and they seem so happy and I want to feel like they seem to feel right. It's mostly about me and I think it should be. I mean about yourself as an individual. And I think it should be because that's the only thing that's going to sustain it. Right. Because what if that what if that you know that person changes? You're doing it for someone else. And I think that's why when people say, oh, it's my business, my personal, I just want to help people, I just want to help animals, I just want to help the world, I want to save the world. It's like, no, you want to feel a certain way while you're saving the world or helping people or helping animals. It's not the animals. It's the pe- It's you. It's not the people. It's you. You want to feel something. So, And I think that's the right way to do it because it's the only thing that's going to have sustain and that's going to sustain long enough for you to you know get what you want at the end. I agree. And that's it? You agree? That's it? You never agree. What do you no, mean you agree? I, You're freaking me out right now. No, but after you walk through You're it, freaking I mean, me out. we've talked about this before. I, we, you know, I definitely, it's all about how you feel. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I just know every time you and I get in a business fight or a discussion, healthy conversation, whatever you want to call it, conversation. healthy conversation, whether it's personal or business, I'll walk away mad and upset and, you know, just, you know, thinking of all these bad thoughts. And then, and then my very first thought is we're better together. So you need to work this out. And you out. know, I'm right. Because I'm right most of the time, if not all the time. Not to brag about it, but it's true. It's Sounds true. like you're bragging. Sounds like I'm bragging. <laughs> Maybe I'm bragging. And see, the way I I'm feel, projecting it into the, the way I feel right life. now is I let you think that you... <laughs> and I make, and, let you and think I, that you think. And that's think. why it makes me feel good right. that you think that you think that. See, I'm thinking that you think that you think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, we're going here. All right, so you guys get the idea. I, again, make it about you. And I know that sounds funny to people because I think people, you know, we're always taught, oh, no, it's always about other people. No, it's not. It's about you. It's about, it's, it's like, again, you know, we always use, I always use this example in speeches. There's a reason the flight attendants say, in the event of emergency, when you're on a plane, in the event of emergency, your mask, your oxygen mask will drop down. Please put your mask on first and breathe in and take care of yourself first and then help the assist the person next to you if they need help. There's a reason. Take care of yourself first because you, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. Right. You got to be selfish about it first. Get your needs fulfilled and then you can give, you can't give what you don't have. And if you're not fulfilled and you're starving for something and you're expecting someone else to give it to you, to feed you emotionally or other, or it's any em- other, that's empty. You're, that's empty. Yeah, you're in a bad spot. That's empty. Right? You know, so, and I think personally or business wise. So that's something to consider. It's something that our society doesn't teach us, but that's one of the reasons I think people get divorced. And I think that business. could be a whole other podcast of, of filling the need of the other person. Yeah. Because I do think people get married and go into business to, to, to say, okay, I need that. That would fulfill me. Or I need that half that I don't have. And I, it's completely wrong. It's what you can bring to the relationship, not what I can take from you. I think that's one of the worst things, the worst sayings. And, and I think that's very American is that, oh, this is my other, you know, people say, oh, it's my other half or my better, better half, half or my, I know it's kind of a joke, but it, I, I think people think that, well, there's two halves that make a whole and that can't be the way it is. It's no. got to be two holes that make a whole. A better hole. Because it, well, a whole, yeah, I mean, whatever you want, whatever way you want to say it, but right. it cannot be, I need you to complete me. Correct. If that's the case, then, then I'm in a very, you know, compromised position. And I when agree. you don't show up emotionally or otherwise, then I'm at risk right. because I need you to show up. But if I'm full and you're full, well, then we can Just bring some more abundance, enhances your life together. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that's that's probably better. It's not talked about because it sounds selfish. Right. 
That was a good conversation, Steve. That was really good. I mean, the whole thing was really good. I thought today, today was, was the a good call. Where are you going to hit me? No, I thought today was That's really it? good. That's it? You're not even hit me? No, not yet. Not yet? Not yet. Okay, all right. Well, let's wrap it up before she hits me, all right? So thanks for watching. We appreciate it, guys. Remember, successmoneymarriage.com. Subscribe, and we'll send it to you every Wednesday. you got to have this episode gotta every have Wednesday. Wednesday. You're going to skip Wednesday every You're week. You're just going to, like, Wednesday won't, won't even same. happen. It'll just be won't Tuesday be the and then Thursday comes. Jump no, to Thursday. No Wednesday. Yeah. Unless you subscribe to the podcast, Wednesday is canceled. Right. Basically so. canceled. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. See you Th next time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>